0: Listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
1: This is Paul Hawksby. Oh, and Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um that a game between the MPs and the Hacks. And hack maybe was the operative word. Some scores were settled and there was five goals scored. But who to, Chris Kamara? No, it's not I don't know why I even said that. But anyway, (laughs) has there, Jeff? I wasn't. Anyway, you get the idea. Um, But anyway, you'll hear about that. Uh, We had a chat about various things, didn't we, Andy?
2: We did. And we did uh, a final edition for the time being of Mastermind.
1: Yeah. Andy had a new specialist subject. And did he crack it this time? Well, let's find out.
2: Last night. It's getting that time of the season where these games really mean something. It was yeah. a lot on You're it, talking about you? Leicester, Leeds Leicester, I take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Yes. There was was a beautiful few times I mean there is no point
1: doing the thing that Jamie Vardy did last night when he thought he'd scored the winner which is to look at the lino and (laughs) wag your finger and say no, 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 (laughs) you're wrong you've got it wrong any doubt in your mind that I was uh, offside (laughs) It doesn't matter, does it? Because you've got VAR I mean it's obviously this is a man who's played Mm. non-league football where you might be able to influence (laughs) a lino
2: but you can't do that anymore, can you? No, not at all I'll give you a selection of my ridiculous notes Go on then Uh, Sinistera a great goal with an assist from Cromarty and German bite. <laughs> that yeah, like that, one of those That names, does sound like I'm from the shipping. From I love cast, that Paul yeah. Tierney has shaved his head in an homage to Howard Webb. He's got a perfectly normal head of hair. He doesn't need to have that. Yeah. shaved head. But I think he thinks it's. He it has got a bit Dogs of
1: War, hasn't he? He'd just fit right into the old Everton midfield mm. with that look, wouldn't he? Jack Harrison
2: will get a good move if Leeds do go down. He's been linked with a couple yeah, of teams before, hasn't he? Player. Yeah. I can see him fitting in at Villa actually. Uh, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole at half time. I've been watching the highlights of the 1978 79 Ashes second test. I'm on day three. England are on top. It's tremendous. Why'd do you do that at half time? Is the punditry not keeping your interest not up? Not really. Okay, fair enough i forgotten what a great fielder Derek Randall was. He would have okay. made a fortune in the There's IPL not many people today. that
1: can have a list of notes <laughs> from a game between Leeds and Leicester That's and talk time. about the fielding <laughs> attributes of Derek Randall.
2: <laughs>
1: but it's half-time. Okay. Ian Nacho,
2: that, that was great last night. He pulled his groin, but he still set up the goal. A lot of players would have yeah. just gone straight down. I think.
1: That's right, yeah. He so just he kind is. of got that pass in with a limp, didn't he?
2: Bamford's miss. I've written Ivan, oh. T- Ivan Tony would have buried that. He scored a similar goal, actually, on the weekend. He would have done. Yeah. I've got his Panini card. I was thinking of... Who? taking it tonight Ivan Tony somebody right. gave it to me i flick it at, at Todd Bowley but uh, of course he might not be available but, no that's uh, that's um,
1: right And uh, that reminds me of that time that um, Matthew Dave, David Baddiel always tells that story of sitting up at Chelsea and oh, yeah, Matthew, Matthew Arling <laughs> sidled up to him and he says I've just bought Matthew Latissier," and like David's eyes lit up he thought it was fantastic and out of mm. his coat pocket he got the little Corinthian figure
2: <laughs> that's good really nice
1: um, yeah. Now, talking of that uh, that moment, Patrick Bamford, uh, Andy, and that miss. Mm. Um, somebody was one. I mean, he's grade eight violin. You're aware of this, aren't you? Bab? This uh, yeah, Max Rushton. You can't say the word. It's like um, Pavlov's dog. You say the words. You say the words. Um, uh, Patrick Bamford to Max, and he goes grade eight violin. <laughs> um, but someone was
2: grade eight better than grade one.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, it's top level. Well, it was pretty good. Okay. I mean, it's it, grade eight's pretty good. Right. He's, he's a pretty decent player. But somebody—I mean, he was obviously quite upset about what happened last night because someone was wandering past his house and they heard this. (laughs) Poor, poor, poor lad!
2: Very sad. He's there in the living room on his own
1: imagine that <laughs> imagine Patrick in his head just Pretty a light good. a single light behind him as someone wanders past <laughs> his mansion <laughs> just it? outside of Leeds but there we are there was Patrick last night because I mean if they were to go down if they were to go down now by, by, by a point mm. two points goal difference or whatever he'd be gutted wouldn't he And he'd always beat himself up over that moment. He shouldn't because he scored plenty of goals. If they go down, that won't be the reason. No, I know. But you can tell him that. That'll be a good thing, Andy. You can be a sports psychologist. But there will be little moments. Mm. All I had to do was just stick that in. And there are moments in life, Andy, where you beat yourself up over stuff. Mm. Some of them are big, like potentially relegating your club. Some of them are small. Do you want a small one? Because yeah, I thought on. we might get the listeners going yeah. on this today. I think if you might want to give some thought to one.
2: No, I um, talked about one recently actually on the show, but I'll,
1: okay. I'll remind you of it. A reprise. All right, let me give you mine then. Oh, I, uh, a few years back, we're on a bit of a road trip with my wife and kids, and we we ended up in Malibu on the old California coast. Oh, lovely! Yeah. And they had this little craft market thing on. You know, it was all very. You imagine what it's like. There's a lot of money around there. Mm. So we we stopped and we thought we'd have a little around this market you know mm. see what was going on so we have a walk around the market and on one of the stalls it's I don't know what her name is let's call her Melissa it's probably not that I should have looked it up Melissa Van Dyke and she may have been an artist or crafts or she did something like that Right. and and there was a little old boy sitting in a, in a chair a yeah. deck chair thing on the stall just sitting there chatting away to his uh, daughter Dick Van Dyke oh really Dick sitting there so I walk past and I see him obviously he's a sort of sea of grey hair then he yeah. probably would have been late 80s maybe 90 and he's sitting still there still a
2: whippersnapper compared to now Yeah
1: yeah yeah and I'm like I was ju- I'm just about to go over Yeah and I was going to say oh I thought we you know go over and have a chat and tell him how much I loved his work pioneering show like the Dick Van Dyke show do a couple of choruses of the old bamboo and for some reason I didn't I just stood there and I went no, I, I won't bother him. You know, he doesn't <laughs> need that. He's going to miser him. He's talking to his daughter. And I walked on. And then when we be, went back later on, we walked past. I yeah. said, I'm going to do it. I've got yeah. no, to talk. You to don't get many chances to Dick Van Dyke. So I go back and he's gone. Oh. And look, with, I'm, I'm not in Malibu very often. And, you know, Dick's not getting any younger. Which, uh, it's a once is, in a lifetime. I didn't do it, did I? I never spoke. I didn't have a picture. <laughs> I never spoke to Dick Van Dyke. I know it's not like relegating leads, but it's everybody's got them, haven't they? They've all got those little things you, you beat yourself up over. So, in a quiet moment, I'll be thinking. And I know when the, the sad day when uh, Dick Van Dyke finally leaves us, sadly, mm. I'm going to be thinking. Could have had a chat with him. Yeah. Old bamboo. Hey, you'll have an anecdote. It's a happy your holiday with happens, Murray. You'll have could have done an lo- I've got but not the anecdote <laughs> I wanted. No, true. The picture with Dick, him saying what a lovely bloke, saying he was a big Spurs fan, talking about the double team and nights <laughs> out with. Uh, <laughs> Morris Norman, I could have turned into something Our else. How
2: Chim Chimney became a football song. That's right, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm at West Ham from a Tottenham point of view. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we could have had that conversation. But what was your one very well, quick Well, I'll give end? you
2: Prince Charles and Harsha Bogle for a start. Okay, was what there, did it you do? Prince Charles was at that party, we talked about this, he was at oh, a yeah. party with my friend. And you never, you never spoke to him? I just didn't have the courage to go He You stood
1: to, on the, the outside
2: nodding like nodding. a sycophant, yeah, like yeah, a lick like, spittle. yeah. Harsha Boglair, I was about to say hello to at an airport, and it's my Indian, favorite co- Indian commentator. Indian cricket, in commentator. India. I was in India with my son. It was my 60th birthday. He took me for the, for the weekend. We yeah. were in Goa, yeah. and Harsha was on the same flight. He got off the plane. He was waiting at the l- luggage carousel. I was about to go and say to him, "You're my favorite commentator. I love you. I love what you do." No one's going to be upset about that, are they? Well, it, then, but then two of Daniel's wife's cousins were happened to be there, and when. Hello! How are you? So, so you, sort of, you couldn't because, hand him in the face no. and go and have a chat and So we had with to talk Arsha. to them, and by the time I turned back, after saying hello to them... Arsha had gone. Arsha had gone. So it was their fault, was it? Was there for? Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough.
1: All right, look, it doesn't have to be people you could have met but didn't. But, you know, there are things in life that you think, oh, don't beat yourself up over it, but whether it's mm. Patrick playing the violin last night or Dick Not Van Not my haircut Malibu.
2: before that audition for Channel 4. <laughs> that was
1: another big mistake with <laughs> your big, mad hair.
2: That was a mad one.
1: No, he's <laughs> going through the lot now. This has become a therapy <laughs> session. I'm going to charge you for it.
2: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The, the Moose of listening.
1: Yeah, the, well, that's right. The Moose did the marathon back in 2006. He texted me. Yeah.
2: He said, I beat him by three minutes. He did beat him yeah, by but three weren't minutes. He You were in a terrible accident. He went, in a, <laughs> he went in a
1: car accident about a week before <laughs> Moose. But anyway,
2: yeah, it's it? great that he's kind of dipped for
1: the line in front of Tom there, yeah, isn't, isn't it? it, Moose? Well yeah, yeah. done to him. <laughs> uh, Anyways, Paul Hawksman, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We mentioned earlier on. Um, maybe one day Patrick Bamford may beat himself up for missing that chance last night mm-hmm. were Leeds to go down. We're asking about those things that you still kind of beat yourself up over. Mine was a very minor one about not saying hello to Dick Van Dyke in Malibu. It's a long story. I won't go through it again. Um, I once missed an open goal from three yards in the last knockings of a 4-1 win whilst representing my base in the RAF Football League, says Mark in Glasgow. It was five games into the season I took... Pelters, but felt utterly responsible when we lost the league by one goal several months later. Nah, not your fault. Not your fault. Th- that's right. I, our resident term <clears throat> psychologist Andy Jacobs says, "Don't beat yourself up over that. If you feel they should, then tell them." I'm a massive Oasis. Uh, I'm a massive Oasis fan. I take it because it says at the moment I'm a massive Oasis. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> it's quite a profound thing to say, Rory the Hammer. <laughs> and my wife spotted Noel Gallagher at the Winter Wonderland in London. I was walking over to say hello, and his young son started having a over one of the rides, I thought he could do without me bothering him with all that going on, so I gave him five minutes, turned my back, promptly lost him in the crowd. Still beating himself <laughs> Stop up. Stop stalking him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's on Talk Sport. Maybe Andy will give you his number, Andy Goldstein. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Those things now that you still beat yourself up over, we were saying that maybe one day, we hope not, from his point of view and Leeds' point of view, of course, but you know. Poor old Patrick Bamford may beat himself up if Leeds go down in you know, those quiet moments in years to come. Whatever he does with his career, thinking that chance I had, that chance I had against Leicester to make it two one. <laughs> ridiculous! But people, beat, I beat myself up about not saying hello to Dick Van Dyke in Malibu. We've all we've
2: all got a cross the bear, <laughs> yes. although it's, it's not quite the jeopardy of going down into the championship. Uh, Moose texts me. He oh, said, did he? I missed Julia Roberts in the tunnel at Chelsea. I was interviewing Tony Pulis, so never got a selfie for the birthday picture. <laughs> Very would it have been breath. rude just to have turned his back on Tony Poulis for <laughs> Julia Roberts? I think Tony would have
1: understood. Oh, he
2: wouldn't be, he'd be quite happy. Was about Julia
1: it. singing, He Wears the Club Shop? That <laughs> would have been was, good, actually, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah I think, what are you beating yourself uh, up about let's have a few of these I missed out on a date as I was playing football with my mate she's now the owner of a multi-million pound fashion franchise oh wow gutted doesn't come close says Neil in Maidstone so look there's all those moments in your life talksport.com text eighteen eighty nine, tweet TSH&J keep your stories coming about those things you still beat yourself up over. Now, um, Mm -hmm. you'll be aware of Andy's obsession with uh, Mastermind, Clive Myrie, Big City fan, I'm sure he'll be watching tonight, Mastermind host. He won't be (laughs) at (laughs) Chelsea. He'll be listening on TalkSport if he's got any sense. Uh, He's not trying to do the 92. But um, I think they had the final the other night. and Andy has become slightly obsessed with the fact that Clive has to describe uh, what the specialist subjects are. So if the, if the specialist subject is the life and times of John Lennon, yes, uh, yeah, member yeah. of the popular Beat combo, the Beatles, <laughs> who were big from 90s and split up. Yeah. So he has to do that, and yeah. you get annoyed about it. Well, Andy. I do because too much far information, too long,
2: far too much information. Yeah. and people you know, and you end up saying, so not John Lennon the plumber then. That's right. Well, you do yeah. anyway. But anyway, it came to the final. I was looking. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. There are six contestants. Oh, I'll have loads to do. They got rid of his explanations for the final. Really? Yeah, they replaced them by a get-to-know-you video. One of those terrible things, you know, where you see the person. At see home him 'cause not out and about shopping yeah, yeah. and walking the dog in the, dog I in tell, the park. Oh, I don't care. And, and, and then they sort of explain their own subject, specialist subject. So nothing came out of so that. So I had to do my own. <laughs> you had to do your own. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I've, cheating, yeah, I surely. Know, I've written Clive's own ones. Princess Margaret, this was the first one. Oh, yeah. The younger sister of Queen Elizabeth II, who went on to marry the photographer Tony Armstrong Jones. I've written not Tony Jones <laughs> the plumber from just call tone. <laughs> There's almost certainly a Tony Jones who's a plumber, I would imagine. <laughs> Um, Rocky films. I'll only do three of these. The, uh, the American actor Sylvester Stallone's boxing inspired movie series featuring the main character Rocky Balboa, played by Stallone himself. These are good. You should be writing oh, them for Clive Myrie. This one, I'm very proud of this one. Bletchley Park. Not the plumber, then you didn't say. Well, not the plumber. Not Rocky the plumber. Okay. Bletchley Park. <laughs> So I've put the Second World War code breaking centre based in Buckinghamshire, famous for the heroic work of Alan Turing, later immortalised in film by the British actor Benedict Cumberbatch. Good, not a garden centre with plumbing supplies. (laughs) 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 Unlikely, (laughs) but actually the. Uh, for some reason the last one he did it was Extras the bloke was answering questions on Extras Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant's comedy series what has happened to Mastermind with respect I know I mean in terms of subjects that's actually I worked it out it Small. used to
1: be kind of quantum physics and the life and
2: times of Virginia Woolf now it's well, that, the not there's anything wrong with Extras or Rocky no, films no but there is a problem because Extras is only six and a half hours of TV and all yeah. so all the bloke had to do was concentrate on six and a half hours of television no wonder he did pretty well whereas the other bloke who Whose specialist subject was something like, I don't know, some historical thing. I can't remember exactly what it was now, but okay. it was like hundreds of years. So you've got to learn about hundreds of years. He's only got to do six and a half hours. Yeah. That can't be fair. Money for jam, you're right, Andy. No, it's not a level playing field, is it? And
1: 03717. <laughs> double two, double three, blow- double four.
2: game last in the specialist subject round actually got the most correct answers in the general knowledge so I reckon he's cleverer than anybody. Never known somebody so obsessed about half hours of long-running <laughs> yeah. telly. Now, uh, yeah. off the back of this every week, oh, we've yeah. been setting you a specialist subject.
1: Mm. and I'm ger- running out. I'm glad this generally generally is the last you've one. have been quite <laughs> dismal. They've had the final, so we'll stop doing this till it comes back. Yeah. But um, you've tried uh, Indian cricket, English cricket, Ashes cricket... <laughs> Uh, what other things have you tried? Restaurants, Chelsea. Two various <laughs> types of Chelsea. questions. Yeah, I was
2: hopeless on that. You were terrible. Television at presenters from the seventies. That uh, was quiz quite show host. You were quite good, host was again, quite good at that. But Again, you've got limited
1: yeah. pool, a bit like the bloke doing mm, yeah. extras. So you've chosen now. Um, the something from Jacob Show and talk Based ball. on what you've just, <laughs> well, you won't remember anything about that. You don't remember anything about it the day after the show. That's very true. Um, uh, Neighbours, 2012 yeah. to the present day, and I direct you to your comments. Uh, about extras, really, because neighbors went on
2: for lap like 30 years, but you've just chosen the last eight. <laughs> well, it's still a lot of What shows. a chance. <laughs> Although it could easily have been a no, special 10, ten years. Oh, it was 10 right. years, sorry. Okay. Well, yeah, so right, are we ready? 3,000 shows, but go on, yeah.
1: Your time starts now. In 2013, which character caused serious damage to their eyesight by staring at the sun during the total eclipse after their dog ran away with a safety glass?
2: <laughs> <laughs> really was a quality show, wasn't it? Um. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Carl Kennedy. No, it was Carl Canning. Oh, Kyle Canning. Carl oh, that's Canning. Right. I remember that now, yeah. Uh, in
1: 2019, who returned from the dead having lived covertly up the coast? You have lived covertly up the coast? As a woman. <laughs> as a woman called Karen for 16 years.
2: I was going to say Harold Bishop.
1: No. That can't be right. <laughs> <clears throat> that would have been, been a duff duff moment, it wouldn't it? Wouldn't it would have been, really. Um... Henrietta Bishop. No, I can't remember. D. Bliss. Oh, D. Bliss. Yeah, I should have Rubbish. Two out. there. Yeah, I've got nothing. Who, um, Yes. <laughs> who attempted to sabotage the gas canisters on a family hot air balloon ride to get back at
2: Ned Will's? Who are these people? Uh, Ned Willis. Not oh, Ned, Ned Willis. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. That's do right. I? I mean, watch oh, three episodes. I remember that one really well. Yeah.
1: Uh, who did that? I've only mm. got a minute or so, Andy. No, pass. Jacker Hills. Oh, Isn't really? That a place? A tornado ripped through. We're
2: going to live in Jacker Hills.
1: Yeah, a tornado ripped through Erringborough in 2014. Yeah, Of course, it did. Uh, which character's life was in danger after a roof collapsed on him? Paul Robinson, Lou Carpenter. Oh, no. oh having a mare, Andy. Oh, yeah, who yeah. was responsible? <laughs> you didn't watch this show. Yeah, from... I did. Yeah. About 30 years. I can't remember any of it. Who was responsible for blowing up Lasseter's Hotel in 2016 and uh, why did they do it? That was Paul Robinson. It was Julie Quill. Was it? (laughs) Me neither. It was an insurance payer. Oh yes, Julie. Go on then. It's too late now. Who got trapped underneath a concrete slab after a collapse at the Robinson Heights building site in 2018? Josh Willis. No, it was Leo Tanaka. Was he? Strange (laughs) name. Uh, Which ex-teacher committed multiple crimes but was ultimately redeemed in 2020 when he was diagnosed with amnesia? Finn. I'll give you that, Finn Kelly. Finn Kelly, he's got one right. <laughs> one out of seven. Which character was shot shortly after accepting a marriage proposal from Mark Brennan in 2013? Oh, Kate Ramsey. Kate Ramsey, that's oh, right. Yeah, uh, who starred in the proving. 2015 fire at Erinsborough High School? I do have a who, lot of sorry, fire, so. no, who started it? Who started who it? Like the prodigy should have been the theme music. It's ridiculous. Um, it who, was, um, not, not who started it. Oh, who would? started the 2015 errands refire? Oh, it
2: was that girl. Pudding Lane it started, didn't it? <laughs> it was that girl that was horrible. I can't remember her name now. Uh, Pippa
1: Willis. Oh, right. And who would have been the boy on that basis? Ben Kirk. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. Who reappeared on Ramsey Street in... i started, so I'll finish. Who reappeared on Ramsey Street in 2012, six years after everyone assumed he'd been kidnapped, explaining that he'd just been Travelling. Harold Bishop. <laughs> oh, stop saying Harold Bishop. I could do that. I've never watched it. Connor O'Neill. Oh, sorry, yeah. Two out of ten. That's very poor, Andy. isn't it? this is the show you evangelised about. You've sat in front of Dr. Carl. I know. For years and years, saying how much you love this day, show. Good
2: set of questions, John. Well done. I they were should, a good question. So, there we are. Very really.
1: poor showing. You'll be pleased to hear that's it for a while from <laughs> Andy until Clive. Good. We've got to get Clive in the studio. Do we should get city. him in, really.
2: Let's get him in to ask him about those things. All right, we'll work on that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I don't know if this is you, but a Tottenham fan wrote to the star today. Oh, yeah. It says, Time you sacked yourself, Dan Levy.
1: Who Dan, calls, him? calls him Dan?
2: He calls himself
1: Daniel. Now we're all on first name terms, as you may have noticed from the statement yesterday. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's lovely to be on
2: first name terms with the chairman. Like <laughs> he does call himself by his first name. That's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. Uh, anyway, he writes that Levy's got more front than that sa- Levy. No, that's what they play- Okay, that Levy's got more front than Sainsbury's. Surely he must know he's mucked up again. <laughs> Wish he could sack himself. It's great, isn't it? It's don't barely have a, legible. They don't have a letter sub there. Oh, they just whatever they write sake. go straight in. Chronic. Tremendous. Yes. What can um, you do? Anything else you noticed, Andy? Uh, yes. Where am I? Oh yeah, the Leeds match report this morning. The Sun. It was a real old old one. I've never haven't heard this phrase done for for ages. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He was talking about Sinistera's goal, and he said, "Oh, Louis Sinistera leapt like a salmon to head Leeds in front." I've heard that. It's such an old expression. It isn't is, it? yeah. It is an old phrase. I, isn't I was it? trying to think what, what would be a more modern version of leaping? Leap like a. I couldn't think no, of it. No, but why do you have to have a more? Are they still
1: haven't still seven still stop leap. leaping. <laughs> Andy Jacobs signing copy of his new book, <laughs> Salmon Still Leap, in Waterston's <laughs> in uh, Canary <laughs> Wharf this week. On a sick form art trip in 1986, these are the moments that mm. you, you still beat yourself up over, says Mike the Owl in workshop. Sick form trip 1986, myself and my best mate Gaz were wandering down Park Lane in London. Um, sick form trip after a few sherbets. Well, your teachers were fairly liberal, mm. you sneaked off. Lovely sunny day, suddenly noticed Terry Scott of Terry and June fame walking towards us. I thought, here's a chance for an autograph <laughs> slash chat yeah. with a famous comedy legend. I said to my mate Gaz, it's... And bang in front of us, my mate said, Sid James! <laughs> Terry tutted loudly, rolled his eyes and
2: carried on walking. The moment had gone, he, said. Well, he still yeah. beats himself up over it. What can so- you do? Uh, Brooklyn Beckham, he's, uh, he's still doing his cookery videos. Oh yeah, he's- Honestly, a cheese toasted cheese sandwich. No well, way! We. But he used a blowtorch. It's <laughs> he really? ridiculous. That's great, really. I didn't actually didn't watch that. I'm, he said he was far from a professional chef. I've only been cooking for less than three years. Oh. Yeah, but that doesn't stop you putting up videos as if you are some kind of chef, does it? Okay, well, rail against him if you like. I will.
0: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. game of football has been played between uh, the political journalists and the MPs. It's uh, it's an annual uh, match. we've played them. Well, we played it. Yeah, it was a bit moody, actually. We played a a team of MPs, didn't we, uh, around the Champions League final when it was in... uh, in this Kind a spad who played for Juventus, didn't he? Oh, he was good, wasn't he? He looked like <laughs> Lionel Messi. He said he was a spad. I asked him whose uh, special advisor he was, and he kind of mumbled something. But he was clearly someone's mate. He was the definite ringer. Although the game we're about to talk about had a couple of ringers in it. But mm. that didn't stop the journos cuffing the MPs 5-0, which must be a great joy. Mm. And uh, joining us now is uh, Matt Dathan, who uh, scored two of the goals. He's a Times journalist. Hello, Matt.
0: Good afternoon. Yeah,
1: what about that then? Two goals against the MPs. Uh, could, do you want? Know, I mean? I think it's only right and proper you've got the airtime to to talk us through the goals. Let's have the first goal then.
0: <laughs> well, it was Alex Brown from the Scotsman who was uh, uh, run down the right wing. Um, he cut back, crossed it into me. It was slightly behind me, so I had to readjust uh, and uh, snap at it at my right foot and it was into the the far right corner, I think. Um, Sounds like a nice so, <laughs> more instinctive than my uh, mm. my other uh, misses I think um, and the second one was just a tap-in but it, I should have scored more really we should have scored more uh, the MPs team as you can imagine aren't the world's best team
1: I mean do they are they full of ringers as I said well, I, in the game we played I think there was probably two MPs and about mm. it was a seven aside and five just blokes
0: yeah there's a lot of ringers I mean they, uh, yeah. to be fair yesterday it was about half and half There's was probably about five or six at any one time they have um you know, being an MP, you just can't last 90 minutes. So they uh, sort of roll on, roll off. But half the <laughs> team was probably, they have a good goalkeeper, Ben Bradley, the Manchester MP, Steve Kinnick, Steve Kinnick um, Neil Kinnock's son, who's the immigration spokesperson for Labour. Um, they've got Ian Murray, Scottish Labour's only Scottish MP. Uh, they've got a few Tory MPs. Um, but to be fair, that there's a lot more MPs who would play. It's just difficult on a Tuesday morning to, uh, mm. to find the time. Um, and actually, they do play quite regularly. Uh, the MPs, um, and there have been some decent players in the past. Um, You'll be surprised to, well, you might not be surprised to hear, but the listeners will be that Ed Balls had quite a good touch, and Andy Burnham was always a was yeah. quite a, a, a good strike as well. We played Jesus against. We played, played against Andy he? Burnham yeah. out mm.
1: here. He was he was quite decent. I seem to remember this was probably about ten, mm. twelve years ago. So yeah, he did he did a half decent player when he was uh, in his MP days. Um, are some scores settled in these games? I mean, maybe from the MP side <laughs> on the journalist. Does anybody go two-footing, somebody who had a go at them in the papers?
0: Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's also, um, there are lots of arguments within the teams as well because, um, the t- you know, you've got Tory and Labour MPs. Actually, s uh, MP was uh, playing yesterday as well. So it's actually quite a rare sight of unity amongst the parties. It's quite nice to see. But from the journal side, definitely there's lots of... Uh, scores are settled when the MPs accusing us of uh, writing misleading articles or uh, embellishing stuff. So yeah, I, mean, I remember two years ago, two and a half years ago um, a Tory MP, uh, Scott Benton, It wasn't deliberate but um, I ended up with a broken toe so um, oh, well, I was no. hoping he'd play again but he's <laughs> been suspended <laughs> to the Tory right, party. Get, so, uh... <laughs> get your own back. Get
2: your own back. Is, is the ref the speaker in the House of Commons? <laughs> Be good if he was.
0: No, actually, it's a former Premier League referee and um, Dermot Gallagher. Yeah, oh, he really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Dermot does the no, game. Think, well. He's still quite fit, actually. Yeah, and he's still hmm. referees non-league football. So uh, I don't think Lindsay Hoyle would be able to keep up, <laughs> even with our slow so slow uh, action.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is, how many years has this game been going? Oh, um, I think it's been going for a few decades, actually. Hmm. I mean, there's been a few sort of pauses, obviously, during the pandemic and... Um, and when there haven't been enough um, MPs playing football. But I think, I think it's been going on for years. What certainly has been going on for years is the games we play at political party conferences. So we, we play the Tories um, and then we play Labour. And what was brilliant last year was that we actually played at Villa Park against the Tories. Um, and for me, that was, um, that was even better because I'm a Birmingham City fan and I scored twice on the, at Villa Park. So um, oh, I was wearing my Birmingham City shirt underneath. Um, so I don't think I'm going to be invited back there.
2: Where, where was yesterday's game played?
0: It was at uh, it was in Chelsea where the Chelsea Hospital has um, some private grounds that okay. um, nice. that um, that they hire out for a huge expense.
1: <laughs> and, and finally, what colours do the MPs wear? Because can't wear blue, can't, can't wear, wear red, red can't oh, wear yeah. yellow. It's true. Uh, can't wear green. Green party. What can you wear?
0: Well, no, it is green because they huh? sit on the green benches. So, oh, um, okay. I guess. Yeah, I guess before the Green Party, it was green was the most neutral colour. Right. And uh, what about you? What
1: about the, what about the hacks? What's, what do what you wear? Uh, newsprint. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah, black and white. Yeah. No, the, the, less, uh, the less we say about our kit, the better. It's, we're currently playing this garish purple kit. Oh. And it's actually uh, part of the reason we've got a new kit this season is because I, um, I was trusted to wash the kit for the first time and managed to dye our white kit, <laughs> um, yellow and purple.
1: Oh, no. Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Classic Sunday league stuff.
1: Excuse me. Excellent. Well, uh, mm. good to talk to you, Matt. Thanks very much. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: Thanks very much for having me. Cheers. There we are. That's uh, good. Matt Dayton there plan.
1: from The Times. Two goals in the 5 0 win over the MPs. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, you're really going to have to gen up on Neighbours when it returns on. Amazon, whatever channel it's on. I will never be able to set foot in Erinsborough ever again. <laughs> you will That's right, you're barred. You're yeah. barred. What's that place called? Lasseter's, you're barred. I'm barred. Um, OK, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Uh, Andy will be back for the birthday spread, but it'll be me and Charlie um, reflecting on uh, all of uh, tonight's football and indeed looking ahead to another night of football featuring uh, resurgent Spurs against Manchester United under new management. Do hope you can join us from one, if not podcast, available around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport.